Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom at the Movies, the only podcast about movies. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're your ho-ho hosts. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a month-long celebration of holiday movies, Tom. Yeah. A month-long, but it's only three. What do you mean? This will only be the third holiday movie one, right? Yeah, but we're in the midst of December, which is yeah. going to be a month long. December is generally a month long, Tom. It's tr- yeah, I guess that's true. Tom, next week are we doing a, a holiday movie? I don't know. Are we? Yes, yes, we oh, are. Okay. And the following week, we're we're even going to do a holiday movie. <laughs> what? Well, now mm-hmm. now you're just talking madness. So uh, you're in the midst of it, and then back to books. Books yeah. the podcast and books the items. Somebody said we should read Forrest Gump, the book. Yeah. I don't I, think that's a bad idea. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. I don't know whose turn it is to read a book. Oh, I can't read a book. I have a, I have a small baby. <laughs> it's screaming in my ears all the time. Um, can't concentrate on a book. Yeah. I like, uh, I've been reading uh, comics, comic books lately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man. No, I haven't read any Spider-Man. I'm the going Uncanny X-Men. Well, speaking of movies, I'm going to see Spider-Man tomorrow. It's teeing you up for it, Tom. Yeah. Oh boy. That's I why can... we're recording a day early. You're going to see Spider-Man on oh, opening yeah, night. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we're going to, we're we're recording a day early for that reason. Uh yeah, I got tickets to the premiere. <laughs> oh, is uh <laughs> Tom Holland going to be there? Presumably, it's the premiere. Yeah, will Doc Ock be there? Oh boy, I hope not. Will the Green Goblin be there? Oh boy! Now you've got me uh, second guessing whether I should go to this. Sam, I didn't think about. I didn't think this through. Will Michael Keaton's Hawk Vulture be there? Oh, Vulture! I was close. <laughs> yeah, Bird. Man, he played. He played Birdman, and then he played uh, Vulture, and he played Batman. And he, yeah, but you know, you and know he's playing Birdman. He's playing Batman again. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Everybody's getting excited for, mm-hmm. is this a spoiler? Everybody knows what's happening in this Spider-Man, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, that like the other Spider-Mans are going to be in it. Yeah. Right. And people are like, oh, that's awesome. And that's, yeah, that's cool. But then like, they're going to do the same goddamn thing with Batman <laughs> in a movie like a yeah. few months oh, later. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> They're probably just going to keep doing I mean, I don't know actually how many other, you know, Christopher Reeve is uh, no longer with us. Um, what? Yeah. Tim. What about George Reeves? <laughs> he's still, I, I think he's still kicking around. But yeah, I mean, I don't. Was he the one that was like murdered in a motel because he was a sex addict or something? Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, that's what that uh, Hollywood Land movie was about. Yeah. With uh, no Ben Affleck was in a movie. Yeah, he played Superman. He played George Reeves. Wow. Yeah. What a world, huh? The man's had a Superman costume on and a Batman costume in different movies. I mean, so have you. <laughs> Not in movies, but in life. <laughs> but, but one day, um, I was gonna say like, uh, but then you know, how many times can they do this? But. There, there's already rampant rumors that the next uh, Doctor Strange movie is going to have uh, like X Men characters in it from the the old X Men movies, mm-hmm. like Patrick, like Patrick Stewart is rumored to be in it. Yeah, I mean that's cool, but I mean that's this is like scraping the bottom of the barrel, right? Where it's like, okay, we can't keep people engaged in. The, like the storylines, we're going to do like recent nostalgia plays, but where do you go after that? Yeah, I mean, and like... Then is it time to bring back Robert Downey Jr.? Has enough time passed where he's like, okay, I'll do <laughs> yeah, that, Iron maybe. Man's back now. I mean, I think for... I, I mean, I think Disney's doing a, a a kind of brilliant thing, which is, you know, they, they bought Fox, they have all these old properties, and I think their problem is like... You know, we we have all these characters that we've wanted now, X-Men characters, Fantastic Four and whatnot. Uh, and we want to 
reboot these, of course. We want to get hot young actors in here playing. We want to get Timothy Chalamet in here playing Professor X or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, if he's playing it, they better rename him Professor Sex. <laughs> but they, they, uh, at the same time, spent a ton of money on these old, you know, back catalog stuff. And I think that they are like, how do we make it so all that stuff counts, but not really? So right. we can say, like, this is canon. You need to subscribe to Disney Plus so you can watch all these movies, too. But they they count, but not really. Right. And I think that's... I mean, they're, they're basically doing... You know, Kevin Feige is a very smart guy, and uh, he's he's just following the the comic book playbook, which was in DC and Marvel. Every time the storylines got too out of hand and too out of control, they would be like, "All right, we got to have some big event happen so that we can bring all these multiverses together and then reestablish a new one going forward." The same shit will happen. <laughs> All the stories will start to not right. make sense again. So we'll say, well, they were actually in different universes. We'll bring it all back together again. Right. This all seems very exhausting to me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, the the DC stuff is a mess all the time. But yeah, the, the idea. Talk about it. You know what I call it? I call it the swamp down there, Tom. <laughs> these, so, these clowns in no, Congress, no, no. Tom. Uh, you misunderstand, Tim. I was talking about uh, DC Comics, Detective Comics oh. Comics. Oh, I see. And, uh, and you know, bringing, bringing Michael Keaton's Batman back. Like, that's a neat thing to do, but also it's like, well, the movie's about the Flash. The Flash is neat. He can run real fast. He can make a movie about that. Hmm. They're not interested in that. They want, they want me. They know the only reason, the only way I'll see it is Michael Keaton. Everybody's going after Tim. It's yeah. like, hey, get get the K man in there. That's what I call Michael Keaton. So is Hawk gonna be in uh, Vulture? In, uh, <laughs> Vulture gonna be in uh, Spider Man Far From Home? Uh, Spider Man No Way Home. No is, Way Home is the current one or the new one. Uh, I don't know. I th- I could. I wouldn't be surprised if he pops up, but he has not been advertised or even uh, rumored as far as I know Okay, to be in That's it. the other thing. It's not fun going into this if there's like surprise uh, characters in it, if they've been rumored for a month, and that's like the whole selling point of the movie. Like, you're going to see Thomas Hayden Church for 30 <laughs> seconds in this movie. It's like, well, if Lowell pops up, I'm happy to see well, him. But he, like, well, especially if he's playing Lowell. Um, yeah. No, I mean... <laughs> Talk about I, multiverse. I've been trying to avoid, like, recent spoilers. Like, actual right. spoilers of, like, oh, this person's seen the movie. <laughs> so I've been, like, muting, muting people like crazy on Twitter and everything. Still, I came across something that I think may be a spoiler. Of course, I won't mention it here. Um, but I did see, like, a headline that was like, oh, there are some surprises in this that not everybody hmm. heard about. So excited for that. I wish every movie that I went, I could replicate the experience I had when I saw Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in <laughs> the movie theater when I was seven years old. I didn't hear about the movie <laughs> until uh, a couple hours before I went to see it. Uh, I was at my brother's baseball game, mm-hmm. uh, Little League game, and some kid was like, I want to see that movie where they shrink the kids. And I was like, what is <laughs> They're this? doing what then, in like, a movie? After, and I was like, how much? How much are they shrinking them? Are they like going to be like, you know, a foot tall? Are they going to be an inch tall? Are they going to be a millimeter tall? Uh, how many kids have they shrunk? How right. did this happen? Who, who I didn't even it? seen. Yeah. Who's honey? Yeah. Who? Yeah, honey. The this the name is a conversation here. Like, I don't understand what's happening. And luckily that night, all my questions were answered. Right. In the most fantastic way possible. I mean, what a great uh, title for a movie, Honey, I Shrunk yeah. the Kids. Great hook. They, they probably went in there, said, here's the movie, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And they said, green light. Bought in the room. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched a... If you shrunk your kids, though, you wouldn't say, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You'd be like... You know, like honey, like you can like, use oh, like pet fuck. names. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I shrunk the goddamn kids. 
Uh, I don't know. It's it Rick Moranis. <laughs> Why didn't they name it Oh Fuck? I, I shrunk the goddamn kids. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe that's what they pitched in the room. They bought it and they were like, but we want to make it family friendly. <laughs> we it, are Disney. So. And, and we can't put fuck in a, in a <laughs> movie title. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even put hell in movie titles back then. Yeah. Nowadays, anything goes. Yeah, nowadays, they probably could put fucking the... They could probably show um, you, people fucking you, in the movie You watch title. a lot of movies with those in the title. <laughs> um, I recently watched what I thought was a, um, uh, a Christmas-themed horror movie, but it wasn't, called uh, Silent Night with Keira Knightley. Hmm. It sucked. It was such a bad movie. They put they put the ladies the actress's name in the title. <laughs> yep. It was Silent Night with Kira Knightley. Um I thought it was going to be a horror movie, but it wasn't. It was like kind of sci-fi, but it was just real stupid. It was just like one of those movies where you're like, "Oh, this is like kind of an interesting idea, but then none of the characters like what they're doing makes any sense." Batman's not in it. Yeah, and Batman wasn't even in it. So here, here's the plot. It's uh, like, uh, I guess Christmas Eve or Christmas time. <laughs> and it's like. Tell me, you clearly, this, you don't remember enough. This well, plot it didn't to, really to matter. It. it was Christmas <sighs> time and it okay. was uh, a bunch of college friends and their kids coming together in a house. And you you notice like something's a little weird. And I thought it was going to be like a home invasion thing, which is always fun to watch. Um, but then you find out that actually what's happening in the world is that uh, it's it's kind of like um, the happening that movie with um, with the trees. Yeah. Where and like whoever was like, you know what movie we should rip off <laughs> that Mark Wahlberg movie that, you know, is famously derided as like one of the worst movies. So you find out that throughout the world, the earth is releasing gases to kill everyone, like as okay. as like revenge for, uh, you know, uh, uh, polluting. Right. But that the, the government. In this taking why place. Are you, why are you telling me Listen, this? Listen, this is taking place in the UK and the government's given everybody suicide pills to take because it's like very um, uh, painful, painful the, otherwise. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. But then there's like this whole aspect where they're like, but they didn't give the pills to undocumented immigrants and homeless people. And I'm like, I don't understand what point you're trying to prove that the government wouldn't give homeless people suicide bills. The government would love to give homeless people suicide bills. That'd be the first people they'd hand them out to. All right. But it's just like everybody's having fun and partying and like, it's like, oh, but tomorrow I'm going to have to give my children suicide pills. Well, if everybody was going to do that, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you try to party that last night with your friends? I don't know. I need try and be with your family and stuff. Like so many of these people, they're like, uh, I feel bad for my mom. She's all alone <laughs> and she'll be dying tonight when the gas comes. But I'm, you know, getting ripped and uh, and partying with my friends and telling the kids to go to bed because tomorrow they've got to die. Right. I'd let the kids stay up. And then when they show somebody dying from the gas, it doesn't even look that bad. Okay, Tom. I'm sorry you watched this movie. Thank I wasn't you. interested that's in the movie. All, to that's begin all with. I was looking for, Tim. Just I don't a, know why an you apology. Did it. <sighs> Tom, I watched a movie. Did you watch this movie too? Jingle all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what I did. I watched it last year. Mm-hmm. So did I. And then I uh, I watched uh, some recaps about it today. Okay. To, to jog my memory last year i'm pretty sure was the first time i'd ever seen this movie last year was the first time i saw like in it its in, entirety in its entirety as well um and it remains the only time i've seen it in its entirety i tried watching it i fell asleep a couple times <laughs> you know when you do that you rewind it and then yeah you're like, and you're like oh, right. i kind of watched this already but not really yeah exactly and it's like i remembered it like like this this movie I've there's seen not a parts lot of, of big this movie to keep track of there is a big twist at the end 
that like ruins the entire movie for me. And I don't know if that's, I think this is like almost a phenomenal movie, almost <laughs> a Christmas classic. <laughs> almost then, a phenomenal movie that I struggled to stay awake watching. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't stay awake for anything right now, <laughs> but um, especially if it's like a freaking kids movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Number one, I think these, um, yeah, for the listener 90s. that doesn't know, Tim's been dealing with a gas leak in his apartment for the past few weeks. <laughs> exactly. These 90s movies mm-hmm. where Arnold Schwarzenegger is... Uh, a, a comedian. Yeah, or where he's playing like a normal suburban guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they did it in True Lies as a joke. Right, the idea that like he was like a computer salesman or something, and it, and you know it was obvious like everybody except for his wife and kid like that. Wait, wait he's a computer salesman. Right. Spilt like goddamn Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, but like we watched or you watched Junior recently, yeah. and it's like I'm just a clumsy scientist. <laughs> well, yeah, with an Austrian accent or so, like kindergarten cop. Yeah, I mean, the uh, twins, you know, part of the joke was that he looked, him and Danny DeVito couldn't look more dissimilar from each other. Right. Um, Good joke. Kindergarten Cop, it was kind of funny because, like, you see very, very few male kindergarten teachers. Um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is not who you would picture as a kindergarten teacher. Right. He's he's built and looks like an action hero. And he's like a, a badass cop in the movie. So like right. in the they, world they of that movie, that makes that sense. Beforehand, yeah. mm-hmm. That he's like a hard drinking cop. Um, but yeah, I mean, Junior, the, the fact that he's like a ripped Austrian guy. Really, it's not. They play a little into like the stereotype of like Germans and Austrians of like him being just very like straight laced, right? Um, but then it still is like, yeah. But they're trying to be like he's a straight laced nerd, and it's like, yeah. But obviously, he spends like five hours a day at the gym <laughs> to be built like that, um, right? And uh, last action hero, of course, you know. Another Arnold Schwarzenegger comedy, but also an action movie, True Lies. Both of those, he still needed to be built like an action hero. Mm -hmm. I think this movie would be a hundred times better with a non-muscle man in the lead What if they did like what they did with Chris Evans in the first Captain America and they used computers to make him look scrawny? I don't like that because (laughs) unless they made him big again at the end. (laughs) Right. Well, then just at the very end, he would start lifting weights. Why don't they just get regular guys to be in the MCU and use that technology to make them uh, strong men instead of pumping these Chris's full of all those steroids? (laughs) Because it's much cheaper for Disney to just buy these people steroids and and personal trainers than than to pay, you know, an army of visual effects artists to do it. Can I ask you a question? Mm Mm-hmm. Each and every one of these guys actually doing steroids, right? Uh, they have to be. I mean, uh, you know, it's one of those like, you know, if if you probably if 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 you could see what they were taking the supplements, there are probably a few where you'd be like, "What's this?" And they'd be like, "Technically, that's not steroids." <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. You can do whatever you want. I- yeah. I mean, you should stay away from steroids. I I recently heard a story about a young man who was just trying to have uh, these twins get him some steroids, uh, herbal steroids that they, he wanted them to bring him back from Africa. And then these guys beat him up and they they yelled uh, MAGA at him and all this stuff. And this guy had no idea what the hell was going on the entire time. They were, they were yelling at the, the television show he's on. Adam, I didn't, I didn't follow the story as closely as you did. I don't. <laughs> that that's what um, Jesse Smollett claimed. I know the thirty five hundred dollars was for that they were going to. Uh, uh, I want to say maybe Nigeria. That that's where these guys were originally from. 
and they were going to uh, bring him back herbal steroids. You're mad as hell about that whole situation. <laughs> you think they should overturn the the last last year's election because of it, right? Yeah, throw out anyone in office who, uh, yeah, Nigeria, anyone in office who said, you know, hey, this wasn't a good thing. <laughs> Those people were fooled. Um, fooled no, by I mean, this generation's greatest actor, Tom. <laughs> I mean, I find it endlessly uh, uh, entertaining the fact that this guy. I don't know, didn't just come clean. I'm sure he had to have been offered a plea deal at some point. Right. But the fact that he's just like, nope, I'm going to keep saying uh, my my version of the story. And they're like, yeah, but the guys that beat you up, we caught them. and They told us (laughs) what actually happened. And it makes a hell of a lot more sense than your claim that like one of them was a homophobe and that the other one. See again, I you went way too deep into this story. Well, the, according to him, two of the him and one of the other guys jerked off next to each other at a spa. Okay, which isn't even like that bad. I feel like no, who said it was that bad? Well, I mean, you probably shouldn't do that at a spa. Unsanitary for yeah for everybody else. Okay, so this movie came out. In <laughs> no, I want to talk more about this. Not that weird Kira Knightley movie that made you so angry. Jingle all the way. Mm-hmm. Man, Kira Knightley, Jesse Smollett, you're angry at everybody today. <laughs> the fog that kills people. Yeah, the, oh boy, that fog, look out. The idea that somebody would be mad at the government for not giving the homeless people suicide pills or something. <laughs> I'm not mad at the government, I'm mad at this movie for not thinking the government would do that. This movie came out in 1996. Also, um, the idea the that thing about only, this, you could only uh, commit suicide if you had these pills. It's like, yeah, you just slit your throat or okay, whatever. Okay, all right, Tom. Um, this movie, I think the reason we never saw it, we were, we were just too old for this movie. I was going to say, we were like- two years earlier, we would have seen it. Yeah, we were probably like, what, like 15-ish? 14, yeah, 15, 14, 16, somewhere 15, around there? Yeah. yeah, so it was right at the, like- Right at the, like, my primary interest is sneaking into R-rated movies at this time and seeing, you know, big uh, blockbusters like PG-13. The The Armageddon's of the world. The Independence Days of the world. Yeah. Um, Stars Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, Howard, Arnold, (laughs) Howard Langston, Sinbad, um... As uh, Myron, Phil Hartman in probably one of the roles of his career, like as uh, his uh, lecherous, scheming next door neighbor. One of the roles of his career, but every role was, he was just good in everything he was ever in. He was good. I was thinking about him the other day and how if he were still with us today, like he would definitely, he would have definitely gone down like the drama route and probably like have already won multiple Emmys for like a better call Saul-esque thing. You think? I think he would have just like kept it goofy. I think he would have been like, ah, I don't care. I think he would have been able to do both. Why yeah. not? Phil Harmon ruled. Yeah. He was the I, funniest guy ever. He really was. Um, Rita Wilson is Arnold's wife in this. Yeah. Wait till Tom Hanks um, hears. He'll beat the shit out of Arnold. <laughs> um, do you get the sense that like Tom Hanks doesn't really like Rita Wilson that much? <laughs> so, like, he's like, <laughs> it's like, well, you know, first of all, we're all, we're getting pretty old, and also like, I think people would be mad at me if I got a divorce. Uh, I mean, Timmy's involved with the Illuminati, and people are fine with that. <laughs> All right, and then his son, Tom, this is something that Chet Hayes? pisses you off. No, no, Arnold's son oh, in this okay. movie. Patrick Schwarzenegger? Uh, <laughs> his son is played by Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Who, uh, that's triggering to you because you um, <laughs> sent that poor boy death threats after uh, Phantom, after the Star Phantom Wars, Menace, After right? Star Wars, the Phantom Menace. No, 
Uh, and in fact, actually, I, I was reading up about him. Uh, he suffers from paranoid schizophrenia now, Tim. So, yeah, no, I know. I think it's horror. You know what pisses me off? What's that? That all these freaking asshole nerds, middle aged <laughs> nerds who are like upset about the Phantom Menace, like yeah. blamed this kid, gave him a complex. We shouldn't even, you shouldn't be allowed to put kids in movies. Right? Certainly, like, certainly not movies where like the, the, where the kids playing Darth Vader and your primary audience are like nostalgic middle-aged men. Yeah. I just think it's it's like we're asking a lot from kids yeah. to be in entertainment meant for adults, even though Phantom Menace wasn't really freaking meant for adults. Which like, was part of the problem, for, yeah. Which was, yeah. <laughs> but like... I don't know. You can't criticize it, like especially yeah. like a like a, an eight year old. You as an eight year old would have sucked at everything. Yeah. At le- like this kid at least like had some ambition or yeah. ambitious parents. Uh, yeah, I mean, and like, look, the, the, he was real bad in that Star Wars movie. But keep it to yourself. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You weren't. You weren't. You weren't going to Star Wars, the new Star Wars movie, after twenty years for the child acting. Right. You're going for Jar Jar Binks. Going for the whimsical, offensive <laughs> CGI character. Um, and Jim Belushi is in this movie also, Tom. And here's what Did I... Did you know, by the way, uh, if I can cut you off for a minute, that um, like you know, those were like the first movies they shot digital. Or I, I think the first one he shot like part of it digital, and then like the second and third he shot all digital. Okay. Um, and the Star know, Wars prequels. Yeah, and those were yeah. like the first digital cinema cameras. They cost a fortune. It was like, you know, a big experimental thing. All those movies were shot in like 720p <laughs> as a yeah. result. And like, I don't know, I, I haven't seen like any of the remasters. And with like AI, they've gotten better at that stuff. I'm sure they've spent a billion dollars making those look a lot better. Yeah, but I still, you know, it's still incredible that like no matter how old a movie is if like somebody's preserved the film well they can go back to that and like ups you know and do a new scan of it and it looks unbelievable right whereas yeah there's all this stuff from like the like aughts that just is not going to age well that's i think like all tv yeah from like 1999 to 2005 looks so goddamn chunky yeah it look it like they were like oh these digital cameras are perfect and like it all looks like crap yeah like go watch the original the first season of arrested development that looks like oh yeah i can absolute shit yeah um jim belushi in this movie Mm -hmm. as a as a scumbag mall santa tom here's Mm -hmm. what i think everybody hates jim belushi jim belushi's better than john belushi (laughs) wow what did John Belushi ever do that was funny? In Animal House, he he's did, like, hey, I drink beer. He did that samurai that would uh, uh, kill himself or try to kill himself yeah. when he did anything wrong. <sighs> no, I'm with Jim you. Belushi. I, I think John In- Belushi's overrated. Yeah. yeah. Jim so, Belushi oh, so a- we're not allowed to talk shit about child actors, but we can talk shit about the dead? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was also by like all accounts, like just a, a bad person. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he was one of those like, oh, he's got a nice heart, but like, don't be around him when he's drunk or on drugs, which is all the yeah. time. <laughs> he's mostly just a coked up asshole. Anyway, so this is one of those movies. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a um, normal suburban dad. Right. Um, also that 90s trope of. The dad who doesn't have enough time for his son because he's uh, always at work. Yep. Yeah. Classic liar, liar situation. Classic, Classic uh, Zach Morris's dad. Here's the thing. The way that jobs are now, Tom, uh-huh. like in these 90s movies, it's like, this guy's working late. He's not getting home till like seven o'clock. Yeah. And then the boss will call and he'll have to talk on the phone with his boss. <laughs> That's like- what's expected of everybody who has an <laughs> office job in yeah. 2021 where it's just like oh nope you're at the dinner table and p- ignoring your family because you're answering work emails because you have to right yeah yeah your boss sends you a new meme and yeah. he needs a reaction about it hey 
these bosses and their memes, and they're like, this is pretty funny, right? Did you know that uh, uh, one of the reasons why this movie bombed was it opened opposite Space Jam? Really? Yeah, it was number four at the box office and number Space number Jam. Number four? Yeah, no, and Space Jam was number one. I don't know what two and three were, but... Space Jam was so good, it was one, two, and three. <laughs> Maybe. But, I mean, you um, know, obviously they were... No, I forget. There were, like, two other good movies... In this dumb video I watched about it, they were like, oh, it was opening up against these. And I was like, oh, but those are movies that were not going after the same audience. Right. And then they mentioned Space Jam. It's like, oh, Space Jam, they were going after the exact same audience. And yeah, if you were a kid and it was like, would you like to see uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a harried father? Would you like to see Bugs Bunny slam dunking with Michael Jordan? I didn't see either. I was too old for both. Yeah. We were we Space were Jam was in the parking lot smoking cloves. No, I don't yeah, I don't know what I was doing. What the hell was I doing? <laughs> like what movies did I see in nineteen ninety six? I guess Independence Day came out, as we've said earlier. Did I say that earlier? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably. Um, all right. So anyway, like he's, you know, always breaking promises to his son. He's not there for his like karate tournament. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, he's like, he's a mat. He's, he works for a mattress company. Do you remember? Oh, is that what he does? Yeah. But he's not like a mattress salesman. He's like a mattress manufacturer. Um, and he's at like a warehouse. The, the other movies that opened that weekend were Star Trek First Contact. That was mm. actually number one because uh, Space Jam had opened, uh, I believe, the week before. And Ransom, starring your favorite actor, Mel Gibson. I did see Ransom in the theater, and I remember <laughs> leaving the theater and being like, that was probably the best movie I've ever seen. You know what's also crazy? It puts this in perspective. Uh it was uh, falling off by now because it had been out for a while. But in the in the at number fourteen, the first Mission Impossible movie. Hmm. Am I one? Yeah. We we could be on Jingle All the Way seven now if things had gone differently. <laughs> there was a Jingle All the Way two, Tom. What? Starring. I'll give you three guesses. Nope, do not look it up. <laughs> uh, Sinbad in it? Tom, all right, I'll give you a hint. It came out, I think, like 2017, 2018. Oh, ugh. <sighs> did, the, did the lead actor also have an accent? N- not in the way that you're thinking. It's 2014. <laughs> okay. Um, He does have an accent. He's kind of the polar opposite from of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is it uh, Bronson Pinchot? No, I wish. <laughs> French Stewart doing a voice, nope. doing a French accent? I don't know. You're going to just have to tell it me. It is a guy doing a voice. Okay. Jim Brewer? Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, I wasn't too far off with Jim Brewer. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, the I was gonna try to watch that, but I didn't want to do that. And is that not one single cast member from Jingle All the Way is back for this movie? <sighs> yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the 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 box art right now. I mean, is that one of the? Oh, it was made by 20th Century Fox and WWE Studios. <laughs> um, is that one of those? Um, one of those movies were like after they made the movie, they were like, "Oh, the Jingle All the Way license is available. Let's just call this Jingle All the Way too." I, I mean, don't it's, know. It's gotta be. It seems See, like just just glazing over the uh, plot synopsis here that uh, yeah, it's basically just the same movie beat for beat. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so to make it up to his son, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, is like, oh, I'm going to get you this Turbo Man doll, mm-hmm. which is essentially the Tickle Me Elmo of of this world this year. Tom, you're right. reading something, and uh, I'm reading about you have to Jingle stop Hall reading the Way about too. Jingle the Way too. 
Well, yeah, well, it was the same year that um, that Tickle Me Elmo came out. So it was uh, it was actually more about Power Rangers, apparently. Oh, really? Well, the, the toy was more based Power, on Power Rangers. Power Rangers and Buzz Lightyear, apparently, right. it was uh, uh, ex- based on experiences that Chris Columbus, who I think was a producer on it. Yeah. And like the writer had trying to find kids, their kids toys. And that's why if you look at Turbo Man, it's like, oh, yeah, that looks like Buzz Lightyear mixed with the Power Ranger. Right. Um, Also based uh, some of the anecdotes from uh, the Cabbage Patch doll, uh, the Mm. run on Cabbage Patch kids from like 1983 or whatever. That's one of those ones my parents would always tell me about how hard it was to find me a a Cabbage Patch doll. And I was always like, I don't remember necessarily even wanting that. I think you yeah. guys bought into the hype. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's all. That's the tickle me Elmo thing. No, no kid wanted tickle me Elmo. That was yeah. Just give him a plush Elmo doll. Nobody was like, I want the the, the tickle functionality. Well, and especially like Cabbage Patch and Tickle Me Elmo. It's like you know the the target was three year olds, and it's like three year olds very easy to distract. Right. <laughs> Um, so anyway, he goes, he tries to find it, and guess what? What? It's freaking sold out everywhere. He can't find it, and he's been promising this boy that Turbo Man sent earlier, earlier in the year. Yeah. So, he goes to the store, um, sold out there, and that's where... Ooh, what's happening over there, Tom? I had to to switch my headphones, because the one I was on was dying. Is everything okay? Everything's fine. I was trying to do it very uh, professionally, but you had to call it out. Yeah, well, uh, I I heard a big fucking noise in my ear. It was was deafening. (laughs) Well, I don't know why that happened, all right? (laughs) Um, I'm not good with technology. Sinbad is a uh, postal employee in full postal employee gear Yeah. um, who is also looking for a toy for his son. Um, and they're like, uh, you know, uh, razzing each other. Yeah. But like Sinbad and Arnold, like really actually don't like each other in this movie. The, the like, it's actors? Not like, no, like, well, it seems like the actors. Yeah. But all right, here's the first. Okay. This is the problem with this movie. Number mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. you needed a guy more of an everyman than Arnold because right. like there's no reason for Arnold to be in this mm-hmm. in this situation yeah like just get a just get uh who would be a good guy around this time Phil Hartman you know, <laughs> no you know it'd be it'd be Dave Foley yeah and <laughs> Phil Hartman right and yeah. and Sinbad and they work in a on. in a radio station together Exactly. In New York City. <laughs> and Andy Dick and Joe Rogan, your favorite guy, are there too. <laughs> um second major flaw of this movie. Uh the IMD tr- B trivia says uh Sinbad improvised the majority of his lines. Mm-hmm. It shows <laughs> and it doesn't fit with the tone of the movie at all, yeah. really. It like changes the tone from like a Christmas movie and like it really seems like the director was like, this guy's great. We'll just let him go off. And like he makes like a Rodney King joke at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and is this supposed to be like a kid, like a, a eight-year-old kid supposed to be cackling at a Rodney King joke? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, the audience. Yeah. Um, so that's the second thing. All mm-hmm. right. So anyway, they, they go, um, there's did, some fun. Did what? you know, uh, who they originally wanted instead of Sinbad? Ooh, no, I don't. Uh, Joe Pesci. I did know that. Yeah. But they, um, they were concerned with, um, how he would stack up next to Arnold that Arnold, like he wouldn't be able to like go toe to toe pushing Arnold. Um, mm. So Sinbad, they were like Sinbad's tall and like he's got a big frame, and like when you see them pushing each other, it's believable. You're not like, right. oh no, Arnold would, yeah, you know, of course Arnold in yeah a knockdown drag out predator style fight 
where they were left alone in the woods, I think could could take on Sinbad. But, you know, eh, about equal. Now, Dave Foley and Joe Pesci. (laughs) Exactly. You believe it. Two little guys pushing each other. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Anyway, he goes around. He can't find it anywhere. There's a big fight in the in the store while, you know, when people are trying to get it. In the Mall of America. Most of this was shot. Exactly. Yeah. Um, It's a big mall. Tom, what's the Mall of America like these days? After the death of the American Mall, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was. Is it th- still enough of a tourist destination that like there's thriving stores in there? There's a roller coaster in there, Tom. Yeah, did you know there's like a huge new mall in New Jersey that's like a Mall of America competitor? I did know about that. Yeah. It's called like Xanadu or something, right? Something like that. And like it's not completed and it's one of those things of like, yeah, that's never gonna get completed. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's uh, some boondoggle. But it, Classic but it, boondoggle. But Thanks, it's Chris uh, close enough to New York that I, I keep meaning to uh you know figure out a, a big field trip. Let's do it. Yeah. Um what better time to go to the mall. <laughs> I was very disappointed to learn that um uh, after the movie, Arnold had donated a lot of the props to the Planet Hollywood in the Mall of America, and that closed almost 20 years ago. So, <laughs> and, um, and Arnold apparently got a lot of shopping done. He likes shooting at the mall. Is there any Planet Hollywood still open? probably in like you know manila or something there's you know some like oh maybe las vegas in las vegas yeah probably that makes sense i'm sure it's like owned by a holding company now and what is this about tom i think if we get a thousand but what if patrons (laughs) we will go to planet hollywood las vegas what if what if I'm wrong and it's not like, oh, no, just some weird holding company bought them out and it's just a shell of what? What if it's, oh, all the Planet Hollywood saw, sent all their memorabilia to the one Planet Hollywood left? Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino, yeah. Tom. It's like a full experience. Yeah, I'm sure. They got, that- a, they got a Gordon Ramsay grill there. Yeah. There's like uh, 30 different Gordon Ramsay things in uh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, I t- I've been there once. I I didn't like it at all. Yeah, I've never been there. I don't think I'll ever. You know, Vegas is like back. It's like, um, they're like Las Vegas is making more money this year than they did in 2019. Uh, I didn't know that, but I'm not super surprised. I know of a yeah. Bunch. I think people were like, "2020 was a rough year. Uh, let's go like fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the place where they're just like, do whatever you want. We don't give a shit." I know when I was in Vegas, what was that? 2018. It was for a conference, and I know that conference just happened again. An anime conference? Not an anime conference. And uh, I feel like uh, 90% of the people that went to that conference came home with COVID, from what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they go around, whatever. He gets a tip that uh, these from from Jim Belushi, Mall yeah. Santa. They're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we got we got some. Come to this warehouse with me." Yeah. So they go to this warehouse, and then there's just like a, a big, huge brawl in the in the warehouse. Yeah, and and um, Vern the cops, Troyer's there. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and that was pre a pre. Austin Powers, Vern Troyer. Right, before he was one of the world's <laughs> biggest stars. Remember when Vern Troyer was like... Oh, yeah. Maybe this, maybe I was just the right age and was watching the right stuff. He's like, man, just walking the red carpet at the MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, you know, that was... I mean, that was like a cultural... Uh, I don't know, moment. Like, we still use the term mini-me all the time to describe yeah. things. I mean, a little less frequently now, as it's... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, I still use it every day. <laughs> um, 
All right. Uh, so anyway, they don't get it there. Then there's a radio station uh, giveaway contest, mm-hmm. and uh, Arnold and uh, Sinbad uh, fight over who gets to make the call. They wind up breaking the phone, so well, they go. You got, you got two muscle men like that. It's bound to happen. Yeah. So they go to the radio station, um, and then uh, Arnold's gonna get it, and then. Uh, freaking uh sinbad calls in a, a bomb threat yeah and the bomb later goes off right yeah um yeah he takes a <laughs> this is actually a pretty funny twist huh. he takes out a he doesn't know that it's a bomb he's like got packages and stuff and mm-hmm. he's like and he he, he <laughs> gives it to them thinking that it's just not a, a bomb right and it turns out that it is a bomb um <laughs> and they like make the police officer who's like caught up in this like like out to be a, a real doof because yeah. he gets blown up by a bomb and like he doesn't get killed he gets by cartoon blown up yeah yeah um whatever any anyway look arnold doesn't get it um he's gone he's supposed to go to this uh this holiday parade with his family, but he's out trying to find this Turbo Man mm-hmm. doll, and like he's also giving excuses constantly about like why he's not home yet. Right. Meanwhile, Phil Hartman's in his home trying to have sex with his wife because <laughs> Phil Hartman's a d- divorced dad. Yeah. Um, and he's just being like real creepy. That. Mm-hmm is the best that is the best subplot of any of any 90s movie yeah and like rita wilson's not not uh like playing along or anything like you know at no point do you think like oh this is actually gonna happen like rita wilson's interested it's like no this guy's a creep right um but Arnold th- and like at one point Arnold breaks into his house to to get the turbo man that mm-hmm. he has right that he's gonna give his son yeah Whatever. They wind up at the parade. Mm-hmm. Um, that parade, by the way, was shot in uh, Universal Studios LA. They shot a movie in Los Angeles? Yep. <laughs> Tim, you <laughs> might have studio? thought that, like, but it takes place, you know, in the winter and it's cold. There's snow on the ground. Nope. Mashed right. potatoes. All right. Um, this is where the movie loses me entirely this could have been like those first two missteps aside this could have been like a uh a home alone style classic maybe right. not a home alone style classic but, but uh, uh, yeah a solid christmas movie suddenly turbo man is mm-hmm. in this is in this parade oh right yeah and he has essentially a magical suit that can't <laughs> exist in re- he has an iron man suit essentially yeah he has a, a, he has a Stark. working jetpack yeah and um you know as part of the parade mm-hmm. you know turbo man is there to defeat uh, uh a dementor yeah um and it turns into a real battle mm-hmm. <laughs> with arnold schwarzenegger like you know going hundreds of feet, like shooting hundreds <laughs> of feet into the air and yeah. like actually fighting. Uh, uh, Sinbad's wearing the bad Sinbad. guy's costume. Yeah, exactly. I forget it, how the, that even happened. Yeah, none of this makes any goddamn sense. Um, or like you're just taken out and it's like if we were in this world, <laughs> nobody would have had like... There would have been other solutions for him to, to get this toy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, prior to that, the movie's fairly grounded. Right. It has like some slapstick humor, but yeah, not uh, working jetpacks. Right. And, you know, of course, he then uh, picks a, a kid out of the audience and he picks his son, Jake Lloyd, the, the mm-hmm. boy that you harassed, Tom, and... <laughs> It's like, hey, you get this, and like this kid's like, man, I'm meeting Turbo Man. This is great. And also, here's the other thing: was this all rewritten for Arnold at the end, where it's like, get him into like, he looks like a superhero, so we need to get him into like the working thing, and like, I mean, um, I assume, especially in the '90s, everything Arnold was in was rewritten for him. Yeah, if it was a pre-existing script. 
Yeah. Like I don't I don't think with Ar- without Arnold in this, like it would have been that ridiculous. Without Arnold think... in this, I don't think they would have made the movie either. I don't know. I think after the uh Tickle Me Elmo craze. But that was the same year. I know, so they make it the next year. Uh, then then the fad was over. <laughs> <laughs> right in the midst of Foley Mania. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I I don't think it was ever that kind of movie that would have gotten made without uh without somebody like Arnold attached to it by the people that were behind it. Like like somebody like Chris Columbus at that point was not making a movie unless he thought it was going to be like another Home Alone style smash hit. Tom, you're giving Chris Columbus way too much credit. I just don't think the movie, they would have gotten, maybe not, it wouldn't have gotten made without Arnold, but they would have gotten another huge celebrity in there. Yeah, Dave Foley. (laughs) Chris Columbus, Tom. Mm -hmm. I mean, what has he done? What has he Um, done, Tim? The man founded America. (laughs) Now, hold on. I'm looking at his... uh, all right, here's the other movies he's produced. Mm-hmm. Nine months with that scoundrel Hugh Grant. <laughs> um, Stepmom. Yeah, I... So nine months in, in 1995. Jingle All the Way, 1996. Stepmom in 1998. Oh. Bicentennial Man in 1999. Monkey Bone in 2001. Stop telling me that Chris Columbus well, is Well, it like, was the beginning well, a of a downturn. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think the first all, movie he produced was nine months. But I think all those, the thing all those movies had in common was that they underperformed, <laughs> that they were huge <laughs> flops. They were expected to be much bigger hits like Monkey Bone. Right. The, they spent a ton of money making that movie. That was uh, what's his name? Is Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. And it was like animation plus live action. Like it had to have cost a fortune. And they thought it was going to be another Roger Rabbit. And instead, it was a monkey bone. Classic <laughs> and, monkey bone. And situation. same thing with uh, Bicentennial Man. I think that was, you know, that was post Mrs. Doubtfire, and it was like, right. what if we make a sci-fi epic with Rob with uh, Robin Williams? And I keep meaning to watch that movie again. I remember seeing that in the theater as like a as a teenager and thinking like, what a weird fucking movie that was because it was basically. The story of like a butler robot that eventually replaced all of his robot parts with human parts and then married the daughter, the family's daughter. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't want I don't want to see that movie. Again. Um Tom? Mm-hmm. Jingle all the way has your favorite thing on earth. Nudity? A post credits scene. A, uh, a nudity in a movie? Movies <laughs> in a nudity. Uh, it does? What's a post credit scene? Um, all right. It's Christmas Eve, right? Mm-hmm. This whole fiasco happens all day. Yeah, Everything's yeah. fine, and he winds up a hero. Arnold is putting the finishing touches on the Christmas tree. Um, Rita Wilson's there, and she's like, hey. What'd you get me for Christmas? He forgot to get her a gift. You see his face as he realized. A terrible man. Yeah. No, he, yeah. He should have just taken off his shirt and like flexed. Yeah. And be like, I got you God's gift. Me. Yeah. God's gift to women. I've murdered. Oh, never mind. (laughs) What? (laughs) All right. Um, also, to tie this back to uh, the movie The Happening with uh, Marky Mark Wahlberg, the reason why Arnold was in this movie, Tim, he was supposed to be in the Planet of the Apes reboot. And uh, the Planet of the Apes reboot got like postponed. Uh, I think it was before um, uh, Tim Burton was attached to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Arnold was going to do Planet of the Apes. That went away. And he was like, all right, I'll do Jingle All the Way then. I'll get, I'll, hey, I'll get to do some shopping at Mall of America and I'll get to ride the tram at Universal Studios. Yeah. Tom? 
and you hang out with Sinbad a... and improvise with Sinbad. <laughs> you know what makes a lot more sense? What? You know who's considered for the role that Arnold had? Who? Don't Tim say Allen. Dave Foley. Oh, yeah, Tim. That makes a, a, that, a lot yeah. more sense. And that's also like, obviously, he's not Arnold caliber, but like that's a big enough name, especially back then, that that he could sell a movie. Yeah. Do you remember, like, as around a, this time, especially a bumbling everyman dad? That was Tim Allen's exactly ballpark. And in the mid '90s, like Home Improvement was like it was huge, a top five show every every year. Oh yeah. Yeah, tens of millions of people watching Home Improvement. Um, I mean, and those Santa Claus movies that he went on to make, those did really well. Yeah. So yeah, it makes um, a lot of sense. I think the problem was they, they got him on set and then he kept uh, <laughs> improvising with Sinbad and using racial slurs. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I I hope that the, the idea of improv in movies is going away. Like, oh, yeah, it's look every once in a while. There's like one great uh, improv scene. You know, somebody improvises a line and it goes on to be a classic line. But like, you know, this this uh, it is starting to go away. But this trend of like, hey, let's just let people riff. Yeah. And let's just stay on this. Let's just have these two characters make fun of each other for five minutes and we just stay and watch it. Uh, it's no. uh, digital, man. It's it's uh, decrying this shift to digital when, when they had film yeah, that they exactly. had to pay for for that. They were like, nope, we, we're not going to we're not going to film this part. <laughs> yeah. Now, Melissa McCarthy, we're not going to let you go for 10 minutes of just, <laughs> you know, coming up with new insults for uh, for whoever. And look, a lot of the a lot of the people doing the improvising, very funny people. But uh, I don't know, just don't put it in movies. Movies have yeah, scripts. Everyone needs an editor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we're the best uh, filmmakers. That's why we're moviesmen. Yes. Um, and Tom, mm-hmm. do you have any last words uh, about uh, Jingle All the Way? <sighs> I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, if, if you got uh, you got some time, if if you're uh, you know on like a long holiday weekend, you know uh, maybe a travel or something, you're with uh, with your folks or or other family. Yeah, throw it on. I can't recommend it. I can't. Yeah. The the end. I don't. Just I also don't. It up so bad. I also don't think it would hold most children's attention. No, I don't know who this movie's for. Yeah. Well, it turned out not for many people. It didn't yeah. do that. It made its money back, but it, you know, I, I again, I think they were expecting this to be like a huge Home Alone style blockbuster, and it was not. Right. Could have been. Could have been. And no, it, I don't think so. Oddly enough, it would have taken Tim Allen. If you had Tim Allen and Joe Pesci, yeah, maybe, maybe they should try to make it now. Yeah, have them be grandpas, Joe what, dueling grandpas. Years old, yeah. Joe Pesci, but they got the the Irishman. Uh, they've they've already got him scanned for all that. They could put him in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that looked great. <laughs> yep, everybody. Everybody couldn't say enough about uh, 25-year-old men walking around like old men. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we'll be back next week with another uh, holiday movie. It's a Tom pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. It'll be a big surprise. You don't want to give people a chance to track it down. Oh, it's Emmett Otter's Jug Bag Christmas. (laughs) It's on Amazon Prime if you have that, you know, for free. It's also on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. If you want to steal it, if you you want to hurt I'd Amazon, I'd rather put money in uh, Google's bald pocket, man's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I wanted to do one of those Christmas specials. Uh, those Muppet Christmas specials. Yeah. I wanted to do a Muppet Family Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's all ready to do that. I watched it in preparation for this. Yeah. Open up my podcast app. The Doughboys on their Patreon. 
This guy scooped me. Tim, don't mention other Patreons on this show. You'll give people ideas. Yeah. Well, watch Emmett Otter. It's only 75 minutes. You'll love it. It's less than that. It's not that long. Maybe it's like 75 minutes with credits. Uh, No, it's a good movie. I've seen it many times. Uh, Where the River Meets the Sea. A beautiful song, Tom. Well, what about that nightmare band? Uh, Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it next week. No, let's talk about it now. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks, patrons. We love you very much. See you next week.